we left off the discussion that the, between the philosopher and the king of the Khazari that the king points out to him that we see that most of the world population doesn't accept your approach. And therefore, the Khazari continues to search. And it says in the Sefer, Achakach Omar Khazari Beliboy. The king decides next, Eshal Paras Vishmo. Being as they were the two big world religions at the time, he's going to ask them about their belief system based on what he just said. And that is if he thought that the fact that something was accepted by a large percentage of the world population would be a riot, that it's a stronger, a stronger likelihood that it's the MS. So he looked to be the biggest religions first. And that's why he says, It must be one of them, the king thinks, is the correct one. And even though he knew about Yiddishkeit, he says, When it comes to the Jews, I see that they're very... The Jews and Godless are on the law. We don't have the power, we don't have the influence of other, nation, of other religions. We're much smaller than them. And all the other religions despise us. So that's why the Khazari didn't even think of approaching the Jews. So the first religion he calls in for an interview is the religion of press. He calls one of the Chachamim of the religion of press. Do we have a name for this religion nowadays? Or? You're going to see how he describes religion. You'll make your own conclusions. He calls in the Chachmah from the Remember, the Guzari doesn't just want to know theory. He wants to know what he's meant to be doing. So he asks him, what's the Chachmah of the religion? What's the understanding? And Masai, what does he need to do? So what does this Chachmah tell him? Let's see if we can identify the religion. I believe that the world, the, the world world began from something. Of the Creator came before the world. The world was created in six days. All human beings are descendants from one man, not a Mauritian. The Bayra can uh, watches what people do and connects to what, uh, connects to people, and therefore. He responds to how they act. He gets angry. He has mercy. He can appear and speak to Yudin. So he believes in the element of prophecy also. And he can reside among the people who accept him. Even be multitudes of people. And therefore, what does this? What does the, the religion believe? There is the cloud, the principle, and Imam in I believe everything brought, brought in the Torah of the Jewish people. You can't have a suffix about the veracity, the truth of what they're saying. The whole world is aware of what it says in the Torah and accepts it, and therefore I believe it's all true. So, What's he said exactly? Everything is in his right. What's he said different? So let's see what the Khazari says back to him. Omar Khazari. 
So the Khazari responds to him, the Pharisee, and he says like this, Ain bekam wakam desvara. What you've said isn't based on logic. Not only that, Ahasvara marchekas reva dvarim ma'ele. If a person would think logically, so then the logic is more like the philosopher said at the beginning, it rejects most of what you say. And if that's the case, if you want to prove what you're saying, it's only Achashetis Ames Hara'iya, Bani Sayan, Anchi Yamin Kolalev, Vilayim Sadarech Acheres Lahamin Bazuras Mashin Ispara Eslo. If a person is it's proven to a person that he believes it completely, that that's what, that, that's what he's meant to believe, and there's no other way to explain what happened except for this way of understanding it. If that's the case, you'll have to accept it. Then Then a person will have to work on trying to accept what he has to, which, which is provable, what he can't argue with. Just like he explains, like the same thing, uh, people who explorers or trying to discover principles in nature, when they see something which doesn't make sense to them, they have to work on work on and seeing once they've proven it, they have to work on trying to understand why it's like that. You can't deny what you see, even if it doesn't make sense. If I've proven something is right, then I have to work around what's proof. But uh, if it will be coming from a point of svara, so it's, it's not logical. And therefore, his, his summation, and what you're saying is new to me. I, I, don't, I haven't grown up with this. It's not something which I'm going to accept. And therefore, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, don't want to make up what you say. And if you look at what was said by the Pharisee, and we'll read the Pharisee's response, we don't really see, firstly, what exactly was new about the religion that the Pharisee was telling him, and what was the Pharisee's argument exactly. So I'm going to tell you what, he, what, what the discussion was over here. Remember what I said at the beginning of the, of the Vadim. And that is the Pharisee has a problem. And the problem with Kazari is, is he's writing in a Christian country. Abdullah is writing in a Christian state. And he can't say anything against Christianity. It's clear that the religion he's coming to talk about here is Christianity. Except he can't call it Christianity, and he can't say anything too obvious about Christianity, which is going to implicate him. And therefore he brings down the points which the Kazari with the king is going to reject Christianity as a religion without going into too much detail to explain that's what he's talking about. And therefore... Instead of trying to argue with the, the storyline of Christians, and because that would be obviously, uh, you know, to argue whether Yashka is the Mashiach or not the Mashiach, and with all the other questions you can ask on a religion, that makes it too obvious. He takes a different point. He takes a different point. And let's re-explain what the, what the, the piracy, what he calls, told the king, and what the king finds a weakness in the argument. What the piracy told the king, basically, and we'll, come, we'll start from the end, because that's what he said it most clearly, is, I believe in the whole Torah. You can't argue with the Torah. The Torah was accepted in the whole world, and therefore the principles of the religion, of the, which the Torah says, then I accept. That the world was created, it was created in six days, there was the one original person called Adam Arishan, there's a concept called prophecy, um, the divine can interact with people, can speak to them. These are all principles of the Torah. And he says, why do I believe all that? Because it's written in the Torah. Now, why do you, and that, that, with all of that, the religion isn't the same as the Torah. The principles which the religion is based on come from the Torah, but it's not exactly the same religion. 
You're not saying you accept only what's written in the Torah. You're saying the starting point, which you're relying on, is the Torah. You're going beyond that point. Right? Christianity accepts the Torah as its basis. Well, they even call it the Old Testament, what they call it. They accept the Torah as the basis, but they go beyond that. Says the Kazari to him, you must understand something. You're making an intenable position. If you're going to say that the original which is based on, let's say, the philosophy, based on something which is a, a logical understanding, you can accept that it's logical. If you're going to base religion on facts which are provable, <coughs> you can accept facts which are provable. I can accept one or the other, but you can't do neither. And therefore, if you're going to go with the fact that the Torah is the basis because the Torah is provable, he hasn't said it yet, but that's what going to say next, the Torah is provable because it was witnessed by millions of people, because no one argues with it, because there was no... There was no way to, to doubt the veracity of the story. So if you're going to go with the Torah, as I said, that that's, the, that that's true because it's something we have to accept because you can't argue with the evidence. Okay, I'll accept it. Like I said, even in science, sometimes things happen which you don't understand why they're happening. But we have to assume that they're true because we see it happens. So when you have evidence, you have evidence. You have to look backwards to try and explain the evidence. So if you're going to work with evidence, I'm afraid to accept evidence. If you're going to work with Svara, I'm afraid to accept Svara. But to go halfway in between, which means that evidence tells me half the way and doesn't tell me the rest, and now I'm going to relieve the rest without evidence, there's no reason to do that. I'm, I'm either bound by what evidence tells me or I'll go back to my sphere. I can't build an evidence to create a second level which I have no right for. And again, obviously you can't say too much, but what's he coming to say? He's coming to say, with the part of Christianity which you're basing on what the Torah says, I'm prepared to accept. That's proof. That, that, that is stuff. He said, no one can argue with what it says in the Torah. That part I'm very excited. But you can't build off that. Everything you're saying beyond that point, you've got no proof for. And if that's the case, why should I accept anything else? What does everything mean to build off of that? Christianity works, so they start with the Torah. But after that, things changed. At a certain stage, what they believe is Hashem took the Torah away from us and gave it to the Christians. Proof? There's none. Oh, and prophecy. I mean, are they working with prophecy? And there's no proof of prophecy. Matan Torah is proof of prophecy, which means it was witnessed by lots of people. Look, you're going to see, the Chacham is going to bring up this point also. Masha'enken, the prophecy which one person comes and tells that a prophecy, there's no proof. You said he had a prophecy. Well, if it coincides with the Torah, then we're okay with it. So if you're going to bring proof to what you're saying, then it's okay. Again, let, let's like, take two minutes just to digress a moment and, and speak what the Gazari is not prepared to speak and say what Christians believe. And then you'll see exactly how much stronger the Khazari's counter-argument is. Christians believe that originally Hashem gave the Torah to people. He gave it to Klai Yisrael. It was meant to be we Klai Yisrael with the chosen nation. And we were given the Torah. At some not clear stage exactly, Hashem decided to take the Torah away from Klai Yisrael and give it to the Christians. And not just the Torah, but he, the Torah got forgotten about. A new set of laws were given to the Christians and they now became, they now became the chosen people. That's Without going into all the stories, it's not important right now, that's the basic point of Christianity. The Torah was originally given to us, it was taken away from us, changed dramatically, and given to the Christians. Even though it says in the original one that it can't change? That's the question. We can ask a hundred of questions of Christianity. I can give you a course on how to destroy Christianity. We're not talking about that right now. But it's a, that's, that's, the, that's the point of the religion. And therefore, says the Kuzari, you're trying to tell me something which is Starts based on something which is provable. You say that you, you know, the basis of your religion, that the fact that there's prophecy, that the fact that the world's created, that the fact that there was a, a interaction between the divine and humanity is provable because of the Torah, I'm prepared to accept. Not because it's illogical, but because it's provable. Fine, prepared to accept that. Now you're going on to tell me the rest of the story which is not provable. 
Who, who said that Hashem took it away from the Jews? Who said that He changed it around and made it different and gave it to you? So you're building on a, a basis which is provable, and you're trying to, but the point which is your religion is not provable. And therefore, says the Kazari, the base points you started off with, I can accept. All the things that the Pharisees said at the beginning, the Kazari is prepared to accept. That there's a world and a creator, and it's created in six days, and there's one man called Marisham, and there's prophecy, and it's reward and punishment, I'm prepared to accept because it's written in the Torah. Fine, that's good. Now you want to take the ritual beyond that point? Who says? There's no proof for the, anything you said more than that. And therefore the Kazari says then, you're not basing it on anything which, is, which I can understand. If you're basing it on Svar, I'm prepared to accept the Svar. Is there a logical reason why the Christians should have been there? Why, why the Torah should have changed? There's no logical reason. If you're basing it on facts, I want to hear facts. Prove it. But if you've got neither of them, then it's just opposition. And now once again, we're going to have to be careful. So he puts in the Kazari's words, he says, somebody who grew up with it, I can understand why he accepted it. He's not coming to say it's wrong, that's which is what he wanted to say. But he says, somebody who grew up with it, okay. But he says, me, the Kazari never grew up with it. Remember, that's why he put it in the mouth of someone who wasn't Christian. Me, I never grew up with this. And that's the case. They, 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 I, didn't, I can't accept these things. They don't work with me. They're not something which I understand or can make them accept logically. And therefore, therefore, it's my responsibility to keep looking until I find something which is more reliable. And that's the end of the discussion of Christ. Like I said, there are many other arguments we could raise against Christianity. Rabbi Dafka didn't want to do that. He brought the point that anything beyond what's provable is not accepted. And if he doesn't, it's going to the specifics of the religion. Was the Eastern was the Eastern Christian Church? Ah, Christianity is split into two. There's the Western, which is Catholicism, that's and there's the. Persian? That's what he called it. That's what he's calling it. it was, he's calling Pras. Is what was uh, the Coptic Church basically, but it was a, a branch of Christianity. He lived where again? He lived in Spain. It was a Catholic that's country. The Then he calls in the the, the Muslim. Same thing. What's your chachma? What's your ma'aseh? What's the religion based on? And what's the actions you have to do? We understand that there's one one God and He is the first. Same thing. That the world is created. The, the, the divine relates to people. We don't believe in any kind of representation physically of Hashem, which is true that Arabs don't. <coughs> if we see anything which makes it sound like it's a physical aspect of Hashem, it doesn't mean literally. It means something which we can, which we can relate to. The word of the Torah is what Hashem said. It's something which happened which we have to accept because of the strength of the proof. We can't argue with the fact that the Torah was given. Is that, means the, the, our Torah or means the Koran? The means the Torah. And now he says another point. Another point. And no one else could write a safe like that. And now, now comes the next point. This is the part of the Arab change. That uh, so the Torah isn't written by human, human beings. It's written must be written. No, this is the this is the Muslim talking. Okay. Now, this is where the Muslim changes. Our the last Navi was our Navi. He means Muhammad. Our Prophet is the last Prophet. 
And he battled everything which came before him. So yes, the Torah was true, it was accepted. But then there's later Novi, and then the later Novi came as the battle which came before him. And then he decided to invite everybody to his new religion, which is Islam. Is this, uh, is this factual? This is factual as far as Islam? 100%. Well, he didn't just invite them. <laughs> uh, he invited them with a force of the reward is a person goes to Gan Eden. The Muslims also believe in that. Except what's Gan Eden for the Muslims? And this is exactly what they do believe. Exactly what everyone is going to say. The Gan Eden that someone gets um, for being obedient is He won't have any lack of food or drink. Or Mishka, which is a rice. Or Kala have a Fine. So basically, Ganadin is any kind of physical pleasure you want. That's going to be the, the Islam believes in Ganadin. The Oynish Hamamre Halichosoi, and the punishment for somebody who disobeys him is Halichosoi Laish Loitichbe. He goes to a fire which never gets extinguished, but you tell you serve Oynish. It's eternal punishment, yeah? It's physical? Physical, 100%. Yeah. Uh, they don't, they're not one, two, three, three. It's not a physical body, no. Physical, whatever. The, the reward is physical. They understand that it's physical. They don't get bored of it? No. That's the Ganet? Right. So that's the... That's the arguments of the, the Ishmaeli. So, now, the emphasis is the the What's beyond that, you haven't proved. And therefore, the, so, so you could go exactly the same route you went to the press. We're going to see that tomorrow, the Khazari goes a different route in arguing with the, with the Muslim cleric and the Ishmaeli. Yeah, because there's a point which, he, which also is important, which he's going to argue with, and we'll see the tomorrow, about why he's going to disprove the religion also. Right. So we sorted out the first argument for the Paris, and already the, what the Ishmaeli holds, tomorrow we'll carry on, we'll finish, we'll see what the, result, the answer to the Ishmaeli is.